Oh, my brother Logan's got a job interview at Argus. In where? Argus. Where the fuck is Argus? <laughs> you say where or what? Where is it? Uh, what is it? Argus. Argus? Are you that fucking wealthy now that you don't know what Argus is? Argus. <laughs> Comet? Argus, yeah, Argus, you mean? Argus. <laughs> Are you <using> Argus? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Argus. <clears throat> A-R-G-O-S. Argos. No, it's you in it. Argus. No, it's an O. Either way, it's the same fucking thing. Like, how did you... (laughs) I'm not making up a word here. Like, it's close enough that you could have... I've never heard anyone call it Argus before. That is literally... (laughs) It's the same fucking word. How did you not know what I was talking about? When you said Argus, I was like thinking... I could have have said Index. Does that make you feel better? Huh? Index. Do you remember that? Or are you too fucking young for that? uh, Index. Index? Oh, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Are you ready yet? Fuck's sake. No, I knew it. It's probably Index or something. All right, we can't all be born in the 2000s, Jamie. <laughs> I was born in 1991. Yeah, sure you were. Argus. Fuck, it doesn't what index is. Argos. I think you've been in Scotland Argus. too long. Argos. That's an, that was a shit advert. You put a U in it for some reason. I don't know where you got that from. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. Anyway, yeah, Logan's got a job interview. <clears throat> and he's like, oh, but it's a, it's for like a night thing. So you must be restocking and then fucking off home and like the thing. But I was like, that's great. I was like, you don't have to fucking deal with anyone. 20 hours a week. Yeah, it'll be an easy little number. Yeah, exactly. All you'll be doing is so he's got on shelves, really. Well, stacking the warehouse. Yeah. Index is what the competitor of Argus was. And then they basically engulfed them, bought them over and got oh, rid really? of them. Yeah, I remember Little Woods just for a, just for a little bit of knowledge. What do you mean? Remember Little Woods? It's still going. Yeah. I've never seen a Little Woods in person since I was a child. I wish this was part of the episode. You know, I I wish this was part of the episode. You know that. <laughs> so many listeners putting you back in your fucking place. There's no one on this planet other than you that is called Argos Argus. Little Woods is now an online catalog company. Like uh, very or, um, oh, right. but they're really fucking expensive. Like you always go to very first, yeah, and then you look Little Woods because Little Woods is like fifty quid more than very. Oh, really? I don't know. Like I know yeah, very, it's fucking ridiculous. A PlayStation, uh, Xbox off very before. Yeah, my uh, my uh, washing machine tumble dryer is off there. <laughs> Argus, I can't get over Argus. Argus. <laughs> You're such a fucking dickhead. Please tell him when he goes <coughs> to interview, do not say Argus. I know full well that what I'm going to bring up later is it's going to be the same fucking scenario. Oh, really? I'll say that right now. You do realise I'm just going <coughs> to put not... this at the beginning of the episode anyway. 
<laughs> fucking such a prat. Such a prat. <laughs> I genuinely, it just didn't even click. Because obviously I was deleting stuff on the computer when you were saying it. It didn't click, what you were saying. And I was thinking, Argus. I was thinking, Angus Beef. I was thinking, what the fuck is he talking about? He's going to like, work in a, like, a, like a burger joint. But no. <laughs> Such a fucking idiot, I swear to God. <laughs> I can't even think of a, a, an example of what just happened. <laughs> like, like, oh, I said to you, tomato, and you were like, what? <laughs> What's a tomato? I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, it's always exactly the same thing, and you didn't understand it. I just, it did, because, it, I don't know, it sounded so different to me, because obviously I wasn't looking at your face. Maybe if I was looking at your face, I might have uh, realised what you were saying. It's like um, when people go to, like, uh, what's that thing? Um, say Y-E-S Y-E-S yes what's that spell yeah now what's E-Y-E-S spell eyes okay yeah. normally they go E-S <laughs> I have heard I think I've seen a TikTok of that before yeah yeah and they go E-S and like no what's I-E-Y-E-S it's fucking mental does your, does your, your mum call it Argus as well? You just said it then. It, it literally sounds the same thing, Argus. The, yeah, the, I said uh, Argus. Yeah, it's Argos. Well, how is that different? <laughs> Who says Argos? Everyone, even the adverts so, call it Argos. <laughs> it's so an annoying thing to say. You just say Argus. It's called Ar- Argos. Argos. A R G O S. Argos. Nothing to do with Ar- Argos. <laughs> you just say Argus, isn't it? It's like when people go to you, uh, like water, and you're like, what? It's water. No, it's water, isn't it? It's water. I Jamie. get that a lot. But... You know what I mean? Argus. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. It's just laziness. Luton. Uh, 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 do you mean you come from Luton? No, uh, Luton. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's just, you're just being pedantic. There. That's what it is. <laughs> I mean, you're nitpicking at things that I'm. Uh, you've ruined my intro now. I'm not even going to bother. No, do doing the it. intro. Do I had this intro. big intro plan. No, I had this big intro plan. I'm not even going to do it. You've ruined the whole <laughs> mood. I can't. I can't get into the zone now. It's happened, and uh, I'll save it for next week. <laughs> if you didn't realise what you were listening to, it's a show called Two Men No Hope. I my name's Dan, and I sit with a dickhead <laughs> named Jamie Altman, and um, he doesn't know what Argus is or Index. And he thought Littlewoods didn't exist. I think I think it's so safe to say the two thousands are a rough time for Jamie. I thought Littlewoods was finished. I did think Argos is like only inside other shops now. I didn't think it has its own. We had um, EE in ours for a little while, but that got rid. They got rid of that. And then um, they also own part of Sainsbury's, I think. So like their home range and stuff. That's that's the same company. Oh right, Habitat. Habitat, that's it, yeah, yeah. So they're partners with Argus. And I'm going to keep saying it that way, because that's the way it's said. <laughs> no one in the, on this earth has said it that way, other than you, <laughs> Such a fucking dickhead. Um, anyway, um, I was thinking today, I was like, what What would be the most useless superpower? Like, um, if, if you were given a superpower, and you just think to yourself, I, I wouldn't even use this, what's the fucking point? Mm-hmm. What what what, what, would, do you, I what think would you think it would, it would be? be? Yeah, yeah. Um, most useless. 
Yeah. Like, do you remember the when you saw like the first um, X Men movie and there was a kid that could change the channels with blinking? Oh yeah, yeah. And I think to myself, why is he even in that school? Like, you could just hide that. Yeah, and just play pranks on people all the time, and no one would ever know. <laughs> no one would ever know. <laughs> it's literally like the most useless fucking. Obviously, he must be like a telepath or something like that. Like that couldn't be, have yeah. been his fucking. Yeah, but you think to yourself, like what? Can you imagine being the actor as well? Oh yeah, I was in uh, the X Men movie. Oh yeah, what what power did they give you? Uh, I could change the TV with uh, blinking. And like, That'd be well, so upsetting. And can you imagine if that if that was your, actually your power? Watching a movie would be excruciating. <laughs> yeah, you would have to like put drops in your eyes to stop yourself from blinking. You, have to get, you know them like torture yeah. methods they had back in the day where they held your eyes like that open. The chopsticks. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to watch porn and you're like, the tits are about to come out, the tits are about to come out, blink. Turn it oh, over and it's a gay video, ass. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Some cooking show or something fucking mental. <laughs> uh, <man. laughs> you know. um, useless uh, like something weird like being able to like drink through your nose or something stupid like that that would be like a pointless or you had like a side yeah, gullet on your neck instead of a fucking mouth or something <laughs> <laughs> that, well, I was about to say that's more of a mutant but then I suppose they are mutants yeah. isn't they I was thinking more the lines of like knowing when other people needed to pee yeah that would be terrible can you imagine being on a fucking 12-hour flight to somewhere and you're like, that person needs to go to the toilet? That person needs to go to the toilet? Do you know what? The only places that would employ you is nurseries and old people's homes so they can get ahead of the oh, curve. Oh, so they would. <laughs> <laughs> you're just sitting behind a counter with a walkie-talkie and be like, Mr. Johnson needs to go to the toilet, get in there, get in there. Well, you got one, two, three. He's about to go. It's coming out. It's coming out. It's <laughs> still the nurses running with a pad. <laughs> and his trousers are already wet. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Johnson. I am for real. <laughs> Just fucking mental. That was. I was thinking about that because I needed a wee, and I thought to myself, I wonder how many people are working right now that need to go to the toilet as well. That is my constant battle at work because I work in a clean room. Because you have to get suited yeah. up and all that shit. I'm in a constant battle with my own body of when I'm going to time my breaks. So I'll be like, oh, I'll do this first, and then I end up forgetting that I need a wee. And I'd be like, oh, I'll get onto this. And all of a sudden, I'm in panic stations. And it's quite a far walk <laughs> to the fucking toilet. And you can't run. Because obviously, you get in trouble. And I take all the gear off in panic. And then I'm just like out the door as quick as lightning, trying to get to the fucking toilet. <laughs> I um, I dehydrate myself, which obviously what probably made me sick the other mm. week. So I, I know exactly how much I can drink to stop myself going for a pee. Which sometimes, if I'm eating fruit, doesn't work out because fruit's got a lot of liquid in yeah, it true so that that fucks me up sometimes but yeah i'm the same like you can't wear your gear in that so you have to go take all your gear off take your suit off put your shoes on go to the toilet and you gotta do all the way reverse i'm like fuck that fuck that yeah so that's a pain in the ass um i was also thinking how fucked up are bikes like push bikes what do you mean because i was thinking to myself like because there was a guy, um, he was riding into work. He was riding a women's bike. You know, obviously, the woman's bike has got the, the middle bar lower. Yeah. Because, obviously, back in the day, women used to wear skirts. So, it, it was like, it helped them keep their modesty that what it's for? when getting on and off. I'm pretty sure that's what it's for. I haven't looked it up, so don't fact check me. But 
that makes more sense to mm. me. Kind of makes sense. Um, and then I thought to myself, well, why didn't you just make all the fucking bikes like that? Because if you break hard, your nuts are going to get fucking smashed by that middle oh, bar yeah. every fucking to me many time. Times when I was a child. Yeah, exactly. So why be like, oh well, we've made this bike so a woman, you know, doesn't flash even when she gets on it. But then we've made men this one, so that if you break or anything happens, you're going to get fucking castrated. Must be something to do with fucking patterns. Dynamic error. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, it's the person who designed it was like, I hate men. And if you have testicles, I'm going to smash them into smithereens. Yeah. And getting on a bike as an adult as well, I've realized how uncomfortable the fucking seats are, yeah. Like, I don't know how, as a kid, I didn't notice that. I think it's probably because I'm heavier now than I was when I was a kid. But Jesus, I'll be doing a spin class and I'll be, my ass is on fire afterwards. Yeah, no, I have to get one of the extra uh, extra padded gel seats because mm. otherwise I can't sit on the toilet afterwards because I just get fucking bruised cheeks. I remember one time I come up to yours, yeah, and I spent the weekend uh, your in your old flat and... Mm. Uh, Charlotte always does weird shit when I go away and she's in the house by herself and she decided at that time to we were still we were still living in the flat she bought a bike bought a rucksack bought a little puncture repair kit and went on cycling down the canal by herself yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then um oh no she didn't buy the puncture repair kit actually there she got a puncher on her maiden voyage on the fucking first ever go on the bike and then a weird canal uh like owl person come out of their fucking little hippie fucking canal boat and was like helping her patch up a fucking uh wheel he gave her a fucking a puncture repair kit for a wheel and we've been moved out of that flat for three months and that bike is sitting in that bike store now and it in my, in my old <laughs> in my old building <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people go for that. Like my stepdad did that. Like I remember my mum turning around. It must be like last year, and was like, "Oh, me and Jeff are gonna get a push bike." Mm. And I'm like, "What a tandem?" She's like, "No, like separately." And I'm like, "What for?" Oh, he thought it'd be a good idea to go. There's we've got a place down here called the Med- Medes or something, um, and it's like it goes around like a lake and people like cycling and stuff like that. And I'm like, you do realise how exhausting a bike is? And she's like, oh, no, it'll be fine. Mm. And I'm like, you're, like, you're fucking mental. <laughs> and, and they kept going on and on and on about it. And luckily they gave up and they just never, it never happened. But I'm like, fucking hell, man. Like, who just all of a sudden decides to get on a bike? Like, those things are exhausting. Yeah, if you're not used to it, it, it fucks you up. It fucks you up big time. Oh. And then your ass is killing you. Your fucking legs are killing mm. you. And we have loads of bad fucking um, those little flying things. What are they oh, called? Midges. Um, midges. That's it. Yeah, fucking everywhere up here. My car. I had to go get it washed because it was just covered in dead ones while I was driving oh, really? home. Oh, fucking. I suppose because you're quite out in the rural parts, isn't it? Yeah. Um, no. Anyone that buys a tandem bike is an asshole, Dan. As well. Have have you seen the TikTok of the guy that's got the tandem bike, but it's they're next to each other? No, that'd probably be better. Oh, it looks awful. It? Uh, someone made it themselves, and he went and bought it off him, 
and it just looks ridiculously uncomfortable. And then it's like so it's it's like the width of like a you know a small car, isn't it? So where are you supposed to fucking ride that? They still don't go on the road, Dan. I got stuck behind a fucking tandem, a couple on a tandem bike. I was coming back from Charlotte's nan's house um, last weekend, and I was like hot bothered, just wanted to get home, get in the fucking jacuzzi, and like cool down because it was fucking really hot on Sunday, wasn't it? And mm. uh, I come around this roundabout, and it's, we're on a single track road, and there's a couple on a tandem bike. And you think they'd be faster with double manpower going on there? They're fucking not. <laughs> I'll tell you that. No, because one person never put up pedals. No, they go at the back. She was having a grand time. Yeah, I was thinking this, these fucking dicks. That's, that's why I will never ever get on a tandem because one person always just sits there and lets the other person do it for him. I uh, there's been quite a few times where people have said to me that do you know them like ride along bars that you can get in cities. Where you you pedal yeah. and you drink at the same time, they've said that's ruined. About three people said that's ruined stag do's because they argue over the fucking pedaling. <laughs> so that's a <laughs> one idea gone for Kieran stag do. <laughs> oh no, that'd be amazing. Once again, I don't know why this is the second episode of of referenced how I met your mother. Um, he wants the worst stag do in in like of all time. He's like, every day is amazing. He's like, but I want like the worst stag do. So good. she, um, she like, she takes him, he wants, he, lo- he loves laser tag. So she doesn't take him there. She takes him somewhere else for dinner. And then she, she books, he loves the karate kid mm. movies, but he loves the bad guy. So she gets the good guy to come in like Daniel. <laughs> And he just has a fucking breakdown. He's like, no one likes him. The the story's about Cobra Kai and how amazing he is. And he's just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fucking amazing. <clears throat> I couldn't imagine. Like, I, I could, um, it's rememberable. Uh, rememberable. Memorable. Is that... That's that's not even a word. Um, Yeah. So, like, you all, you'll never forget that day, but it's also going to be the worst day of your life. Do you know what's also not a word, Dan? August. <laughs> I've never that just sounds like someone stabbing you Argos Argos such a like uncomfortable I'll never say that I don't care how wrong I am I'll never say that um, so like I was at the cinema I saw Flash the weekend and um, I had to go to the toilet you know standard because I'm an old man and my stomach's fucked so I went to the toilet and there's three cubicles, and I went in the end one. There's these two dickheads next to me, talking to each other while they're taking a shit. Oof. And then one of them starts talking about wiping, and I was just getting really frustrated because I was about to like fucking destroy that porcelain. I didn't want them to hear it, so I'm like holding in. And he's saying about how about standing or sitting down while you're wiping, and I'm like. And I, I said this to my my brothers and Sabina in the car on the way back. I was like, how the fuck do you wipe your ass while sitting down? You have to almost get up and then thank you. sit back down. They, thank you very fucking much. They were like, well, what do you do? And I was like, stand up. And they're like, why would you stand up? Like, it would smudge everything. I'm like, I'm not running a fucking marathon. You have to get up off the seat to wipe your ass. Like, I'm not... The, yeah, like, I'm not like, fucking... Well, almost like a crouched position. 
Yeah, like squatting. Yeah. Like you get up off. Like getting up is the, you're you're not touching the fucking seat anymore. Yeah. yeah, and they're like fucking laughing, and I'm getting really annoyed because I'm like, what's so fucking funny? Like how how do you do it? Do you just lean? Do you lean off the side of the toilet That's and how wipe you break that way? Toilet seat though, isn't it? You'd be going through fucking yeah, hundreds of them. Fucking seat off. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like, this conversation is mute with these two guys because you have to get up. Mm. <laughs> you know, and they're fucking cracking up. And then they say, well, well, how do you wipe then? Do you wipe back or do you wipe, do you wipe front? Wipe backwards or front? Yeah. So do you wipe towards your coccyx or do you wipe towards your, towards your balls? You go to the back. No, see, I go the other way. Oh. And then they're laughing at that. And I'm like, why would I scoop it up towards the back of my ass crack? Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And I'm like, I've never, ever hit my bollocks. Well, if you get that far, there's fucking insane going on. Yeah, like, why have you gone all that way? So then they're cracking up at that. And I'm like, why is this a conversation I'm having right now at half 11 at night after the cinema? We, funny enough, in Portugal, I came to a realisation that my mum, uh, my bro- basically my brother's new partner has got sick to death of buying toilet roll for the house and says that none of us were shown how to use toilet roll correctly and we use way too much of it. Me and my brothers and all that, yeah. Charlotte always yeah. moans about it because we constantly run out because I use so much. And um, she was she was like, you take it, you take off one sheet Fuck well, a couple of sheets, fold, uh, do a wipe, then fold it, then wipe again, fold oh. it. I was like, so you're making a shit Fuck sandwich. Off. That's what you're doing. <laughs> you're making a shit sandwich, yeah? <laughs> Who wipes and then fold? What if you've had like a massive <clears> one? <throat> Mate, you tell me. You fucking tell me, yeah? So I was losing it at this point. Because Charlotte's, Charlotte's <laughs> agreeing with this, my mum's agreeing with this. Then my mum said, I've been a bad mother, I haven't taught my children the right way of doing things. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> I literally, I make people laugh because I literally go like a monkey. I pull the the toilet roll and I, I always make almost make a glove. So there's literally no <laughs> shit touching me at all. Because <laughs> I would, li- it would be the end of the world. It would be the end of the fucking world if any of that shit touches me. Yeah. So I would have to, my entire hands engulfed. Yeah. And then and then I go wiping away, and then. That goes straight down the toilet. There's not, I'm not going back for round two. I'm not folding nothing. <laughs> then I'll do that again. And that's why I go through so much. Because I'm reading off loads and, and wrapping my entire hand in it. But Yeah, that's fucked up. <sighs> Mate. I was like, we're sitting there as a family at a dinner table discussing shit. I was like, we need, we need <laughs> like, there's some real problems going on here. <laughs> I, I don't understand as well people that take like one sheet because that your thumbs going through that and then your 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 thumbs in your ass. Yeah, unless it's made of fucking steel, it ain't gonna fucking hold together. The a thing as well that I never re- like when people talk about like one ply, two ply, and that stuff. That never has ever clicked with me until I went to America and oh, I went to Canada. Oh really? And you realise how crap toilet paper can be. Oh really? Yeah, like it's fucking so like shreds your asshole up. Do you remember? Um, I don't know whether your school was the same, but my school, you didn't get tissue paper. You got it was almost like oven, tr- oven, 
oven paper. Do you know the stuff? That... Oh, you mean um, greaseproof grease paper. paper? Yeah, that's what it was like on a yeah. reel. And it was like rigid. I remember so yeah. many times I got paper cuts on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make the glove out of that was very difficult. <laughs> I hate the airport and like the cinema toilets because their toilet paper is like square sheets like almost like napkins well, you should only need so one of take, them, Dan, and fold it plenty you take of a couple of them no i take two or three <clears throat> scrunch it up and then fucking go for it i've never heard anyone fold it disgusting that's mental mm-hmm. if you're if you're using a tissue it's like fair enough like you fucking blow into it and then you fold it and you and you give it another go if it's not fucking soaked but not with your ass the only reason I would ever think, oh, I need to fold it, is if I've gone into the stall, done my business, and realised there's only one ply, one single square in there with me, then that shit will have to get folded. But then I'd probably just get up and go into the next stall and carry on. I would take off the empty toilet roll and then use the roll. Jesus Christ, Dan. <laughs> like you're scanning it through a fucking till at the co-op. <laughs> Like, like, like right up there. <laughs> and welcome to the smuttiest episode of Two Men No Hope that's ever been aired. <laughs> i tell you what I have got into, though. Fucking wet wipes. Oh, really? Like, fucking hell, man. Like, those things are refreshing. I can't, Closest I mean, I've ever come to a bidet. No, it leaves you refreshed down there. It almost feels like you're too clean back there after you've used them. Mm. I laughed at my mum for years and then I think I was ill and, and it was like fucking raw and I'm like, fuck, I need, like, I can't, I, I need something else. Mm. And now I, know I don't go back. I almost wish I carried a packet around with me when I went out. That'd be weird. It would be weird just why I haven't done it, but fucking, if you haven't tried it, there's no going back. I was back. listening to Wolf and Al, and, um, which is Romo Shrunganay from Tom Davis's podcast, yeah. Yeah. And have you ever heard of an arse pebble? I've heard of a clegnut. Well, it might be a similar thing. So an arse pebble, basically, if you go for an Indian, yeah. It's not the same thing. <laughs> if you go for an Indian or like some kind of spicy food, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tom Davis has a, a smoothed, his, his uh, conversation with, I'll have to get a clip of it and send it to you. He's got, he, when he's trying to sell it to Romesh, yeah, that is the best thing ever. It's brilliant. So he go he goes and finds a smooth pebble on like a beach somewhere, and he takes that home and puts it in the freezer. And then when he has right. an Indian and he's got the ring of fire the next day, or has like some kind of like spicy food, has the ring of fire, he puts that pebble between his cheeks, <laughs> and it gives him fucking relief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like there was a whole conversation about what do they do with the pebble afterwards because Tom's like oh I, I wash it I put it in a uh, shrink bag shrink, shrink uh, plastic bag and put it back in yeah. there and Ramesh was like you can't put that back in there next to your food no, and he you was like no I do I put a few of them in there and he was like so if you're <laughs> kids Someone from uh, one of your kids have like a friend round and they're getting like the potato smileys out the fridge and then they pick out the arse pebble and you've got to explain that to the parents of how they've got fucking a shitty pebble on their hand. 
<laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and then Tom Davis was like, "Oh, you can you can bleach it and do whatever." And it caused like a whole their listenership like went mad over it, and they had like loads of emails about it. It caused like a big stir. It's like one of their biggest stories they talk about. That and on a date, yet a bowl of potpourri, thinking it was uh, vegetable crisps. <laughs> oh, I think a lot of people have done that. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know why I'm going to bring it up because people are probably going to wonder. A clegnut is when um, you don't wipe properly and your hair gets matted oh. and you get like a little like lump back yeah, there. Yeah, that's a dirty bastard yeah. thing. Yeah, ass popcorn. Mm, dirty fuckers. <laughs> Anyway, we've been talking shit for long enough. We'll um, crack on. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, we'll crack on the emails. Um, I think it's about time we started doing a little disclaimer. So, um, all the emails have been sent in have been their own choice. All the opinions are of our own, and they have been requested. Anyone that is offended, thank you for listening so far. But this isn't the podcast for you, so fuck off. And um, we hope you enjoy it. Please, our advice is only for. Food for thought, it is not gospel, so please do not follow it to a T unless it is your of your own choice. Did I miss anything, Jamie? No, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Um my second the offending thing as well. If it offends you, please stop listening. Yeah. This podcast is a space where everyone is free to express whatever they like. We do not um turn anyone away for anything they ask. Um that's just the way the world is now, so fuck off. Yeah, and if we're saying anything in jest, it's in jest. <laughs> yeah. No, the world has got to... You take everything as it is and everyone gets offended, and that's not what we're creating here. So um, everyone's free to ask whatever they need. That's the thing, right? You can't advance if you don't ask questions, and that's got to the point where if you ask a question, you're like a heathen. Mm. That's not right. That is not right. So... Our first listener. Oh, as well, for everyone's safety and our own stupidity, everyone is kept anonymous unless otherwise asked to be named. I will write this down so I can say it smoother next, next time. <laughs> Everything will be in there. When you listen to it back, <laughs> you can write it down as you go. I yeah, think, I'll write I think it down, you did yeah. quite well, actually, to be fair. Yeah, I think I'll get everything in there. Yeah. I just think we've got to the point as well where... Um, we're getting some more personal emails from people that feel like they're more comfortable with us now. And um, I just wanted to uh, keep them protected from the haters, Jamie, from the haters. Not that we've got any so far. Year strong. <laughs> more than that now. Year and a half in it. No, no, it can't be that long. When was our year? In April. Beginning of April. Yeah. I, do you know what's actually strange? I had... I was going to send you it. I had clips that we made for like episode 10 and 11 come up on my like Facebook uh, history thing. Do you know where they're like, oh, this is a year oh, ago yeah. or whatever. That came up. Uh-huh. And I was like, fuck me. It's been a year already. <laughs> yeah, that's mental. <laughs> and we've only just got the disclaimer in. Well, that's how <laughs> we do things. I'll have to make it a back, backdate it and put it at the front of everything. Um, right. So this listener says, I'm an avid listener. I caught up on all the episodes now and I'm going to re-listen to the episodes now that I can't get enough. That's dedication yeah, right there. I appreciate there. that. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good. It makes us feel good. Uh, this is my first email though, not the first as I wanted to like, I wanted to send in. Oh, he's holding off, holding off. 
Um, I'm in talks of going through a divorce and it's pretty amicable to this point. But I've gotten wind that my ex is with someone. It's driving me mad with jealousy and I don't want it to poison the amicable divorce proceedings. What can I do short of blowing up and upsetting everyone, which is what I would do normally? Thanks. That's tough. Like, like when I broke up with my ex and we still live together, we agreed it was like, we have no choice to stay mm. together, like live together. But there's a rule of no one else comes into this flat. Like we're literally here to live and to like sleep until we can move yeah. on. And if she, that used to drive me mad, like going to work thinking like she could have brought anyone back. So I absolutely understand the fucking, because no matter how decent it is to end, you still have feelings for that person. Oh, 100%. If, if not more, because it's it's a decent sort of, there's no anger to be against them or, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the love is still there. I think it's a difficult thing as well, because if when you're being, it's easy to be poisonous, isn't it? That yeah. was always my go-to. I'd go nuclear straight away and then completely destroy any type of like talking afterwards. And like divorce mm-hmm. means most of the time, obviously divorce means you've been with that person for a long time. So to know they're with someone is like a, a slight rejection, even though you've already decided to split up. It still feels like yeah. a rejection. Um, if it was me personally, and it, if it was me and Charlotte, say touch wood that we don't go down that road. But if we did and I was to, it was amicable when I was in the same position I think I'd have to address it and make sure she knows I know. But as an adult and try my best to keep my cool with it, I think once it's out in the open, it will be less heavy on me or or on the listener. Do you know what I mean? It won't be so heavy on their mind because they will know. Mm-hmm. And they could be become more, then more respectful of like the listener's feelings. What would get me is the thought of like, I don't even want to say it because the listener would be listening. Like, um, it would be in my head, like, was this something that was ongoing? that would be my first go-to as well. Yeah. But then I don't think it is. I think if they've they've decided to have the the breakup, they both equally, you know, agreed that it's not going anywhere. And I don't think that's the sort of case. If if you could take any sort of listening, it's most likely a rebound. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think you've you've got to focus on yourself, right? Like you both, there's no going back, right? You both agree to get a divorce. There's there's nothing going to change that. Whether she's with someone or not doesn't change your situation. Where you need you're you've now seen that you're not ready to be with anyone else. So if anything, this is showing you that you need to work on yourself. That's what I would take yeah. from it. Like if you did the same thing, it was like, oh well, if she's going to do it, I'm going to do it. All you're doing then is a, like a rebound like she's doing and it's not good for the person you're going to rebound with because they're end up going to get hurt and you're not right in the head. Yeah, you're, like not, your mental you're health not ready for that. Right. No. So I would... I mean, Jamie's valid. If you wanted to speak to her and say, you know, is this right? You know, are you dating someone? And say to them, you know, it's, you know, it's not fair. That's fine. But then I always think to myself like you've lost a lot of that ability to say things like that to someone when you, when you break up. Oh, of course. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And then as well, like it could be amicable now, but if you turn and say, oh, well, you're with someone that's not right, how long is it going to be amicable for? Yeah, I think it might be for the sake of the divorce. It might be worth letting the proceedings go ahead and getting it all finished and done with. And then at the end of it, when you're no longer going to see each other, just say, I didn't like the fact that you got back with someone so quickly. And then just let that be the end of it. So she knows how you felt. But um, I know it's difficult. It is so difficult because I'm giving advice to something that I know would be the complete polar opposite to what how I would react. I would go completely off the rails, do you know what I mean? So I'm trying to think not like myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. But you could still do partly of um, Jamie's advice that he normally gives people in. And if you've got her on social media or anything like that, like block it. Yeah. You don't need that shit. Like, as far as you two are concerned, you talk and you meet when the divorce situation comes up. Otherwise, she's no longer in your life now. There's no reason to be upset because she's not upset. Yeah, he's, he's not mentioned what she Obviously, or... she is. Dogs or anything. No. Yeah, so it should be a quite a clean break. Yeah. Well, apart from like the money wise. Mm. But if it's amicable, then you've agreed on what your divorce and stuff like That's that. That's what's important, I think. But I think, yeah, yeah. But I think getting rid of like you don't want to see it. You don't... And that's another thing, right? If you've been all, all together for a long time, you've got the same friends, and more than doubtedly, he's probably found out from a friend. Yeah. Like a. That knows someone that knows of both of them. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's definitely a hard like divorce is never easy. You know no, what I mean? no, for anyone, anyone that's involved. Yeah, even if you agree to split up or anything like that, it's never a nice thing to, because you're essentially going into that room and saying, "That's the end of you two. And whether you agree to it or not, that's a hard thing to swallow. Because mm. people get into their routines, you get used to it. I got a family friend that has divorced, remarried, divorced, remarried, the same person. <laughs> Fucking hell. I knew someone that um, they broke up. They've been together since high school. They've been together like 25 years or something, broke up because they wanted to meet other people. Mm. Then realised that they actually really liked each other, but they just wanted to be with other people to see what it was like. So they got back together. They have a kid together, but they sleep with other people. Yeah. But they don't talk about it. So like when they're at home, it's about the family. Oh, okay. And then they're allowed to sort of like, oh, I'm going out for dinner. So it's like coexisting almost. Yeah. But they still love each other and stuff like that, but they you know, explore other things and they're happy that way. I couldn't do it, but No, I think I find it hard to separate sex and like the affection side if you know what I mean yeah me too yeah I'm not a sharer either I don't share food and I don't share people <laughs> you should see him eat people he eats fucking uh, like he's in prison like he's got his arm around the fucking thing yeah yeah you touch my food you get a fucking knife in your hand <laughs> one time I, I reached right, over right. for a chip I'm... and he barked at me like a dog <laughs> I'm I'm this like you you can tell like when I'm, I'm like in one of those moods because even like if you I'll give you an example, right? On the podcast, mm. when we were talking and you said to me, 
oh, sometimes I go out and play basketball. And I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> and I was like, you've never played basketball. That was me saying to you, like, I'm offended that you go out with someone else and you play just play a sport without me. Oh, and you, even though I know I can't. Yeah, be same there. thing happened when you found out that I go to the cinema with that other guy as well. And yeah. I was like, you live five hundred like, miles what? away. <laughs> yeah. That so yeah. So I don't like like if I have a certain select people, I don't like to share. I don't like to hear they've gone out and they've enjoyed themselves with someone else. That's just me being petty, but that's the way mm-hmm. I am. I don't I don't share nothing. <laughs> so that's how I'd be as well. If like a woman comes to me and she was like. I think we should start sleeping with other people but still be together. I'm like, well, you could be on your own, love, because I ain't doing it. For a lot of guys, that would be like a dream come true. But yeah, I think you have to be a certain way but, inclined. But to me, it's always one side. Like, if I was fucking like Brad, if not if I was fucking Brad Pitt, if I look, if I looked like Brad Pitt mm. and a woman came up to me and said, I want us to sleep with other women but still be together, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Because I'm Brad Pitt, I could sleep with fucking mm. anyone. But there's a clear dynamic between average people, a man and a woman. The person that's going to get more sex is the woman. Oh, yeah. And that's not saying because a woman's easy or anything like that. It's because men are dogs. If I was gay or bi and I said to her, yeah, that's fine. I I would sleep with men all day long because mm. like, they're dogs. But, you know what I mean? Guys have to put in a lot more work. Yeah, so uh, I do agree with that. I've, like the conversation we well, you were you were in the group chat, but you didn't. Uh, I was having a conversation with one of our listeners about that cop that went ran through our entire fucking precinct. Um, oh yeah, and I was like, she doesn't. She's not that much of a looker. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, why mm. would they go there? And then I remember, men are fucking animals. And once they realise there's a bit of easy meat there, they're going to be, like, fucking going for it. And, like, some people can lap that up and enjoy that, and some people can't. And it's just... Like, some of the people that I've uh, met, like, some friends, I would say, over the last couple of years, they would literally fuck anything. If if someone come up to them and said, do you want to go into the toilet now? And they looked like... Like fuck that thing out of the fucking Goonies. What's that thing called? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I know the it's sloth about, the thing, isn't it? that massive thing. Yeah. If it was a woman, if say if it looked like that, but it had a wig on, yeah, they'd still go in the fucking <laughs> toilet with it. A hundred percent, still go in the toilet with it. <laughs> Men just take whatever they yeah. can get. <laughs> dirty dogs. That's what they are. Dirty dogs. It's fucking mental. I don't even know how we got onto that because that's nothing to do with what the listener's saying. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. I think um, <laughs> Jamie's, you know, a valid thing. I think you should get the divorce stuff out of the way. Um, jealousy is just another way for you to work through what's going on. Um, and it's completely acceptable. I think you should get rid of all your social media with her. Like, just try and limit meeting or talking to her to the divorce stuff. And um, once it's out of the way, you don't have to worry about it. You can't make any... Just get yourself right. It's all about you now. Like you don't have to worry about what she's doing and what she's thinking. You got to get yourself right. Yeah, and I think the only way you're going to be able to do that is by isolating yourself from that situation as best as possible. Yeah. Exploding is a quick fix, and it ultimately leaves you feeling like shit. Yeah. And you'll become the bad guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So it, no matter how good it will feel, it's not worth it, man. It's not worth it.
Been there, done that. Got the revolting T-shirt. <laughs> right. So, uh, any other problems? And let us know how it goes. If you just want to chat, um, if you want to just keep us updated, you know, you've got the email. We're more than welcome to hear from you. Uh, right. So, this listener says, this weather is something, hey. I'm going through it at the moment. I'm with a woman who is much older than me and we have great sex life, but it seems to be all that she wants. Sometimes I'm talking to her about something that means a lot to me and she doesn't even take it in or listen. She only pays attention when we're getting in the mood. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy that side of things, but I think we're finding it harder to connect on another level other than that. Cheers for the helpful advice to all the listeners. Is that not tied into what we were just talking about? Almost. <laughs> Almost. Our ramblings have now led into the next email. We didn't even know what we were talking about. <laughs> um, I had a friend back when we were young, probably about... When when did we first meet? About 19? And I was 19. When we were young, Jamie? Are we going to go back to the beginning of this episode? <laughs> I must have been about 19 when I met you, I think. It's got to be around that. And I had a friend mm-hmm. back then. Um, I think you might have met him at a barbecue or something at one point. But I had a friend back then. I don't speak to him now. But um, he was in a relationship with a 36-year-old, uh, a 37-year-old. And we were 19. And I remember he had the exact same problem where he caught feelings for her. At, at the beginning, it was amazing. Cougar, older woman, mm-hmm. loving it. Um she had a kid, I remember, and he started getting along with the kid really well, and he got feelings for her, but she was literally just interested in casual sex, and that was it. Um, I think he ended up coming out of it pretty hurt, and I think <clears throat> part of that is down to the fact that he didn't ever speak to her and say, look, I'm actually getting proper feelings for you. And stuff like that. Mm. He he just kept it to himself because he was scared of it ending. And I think that could be the case here. If you if if the listener le- lets it go and plays out plays it out without saying anything, they could end up getting hurt in the end. Yeah, I think we've had this a few times with like um, the listener that was the worked on the planes, and he had the the gentleman that wouldn't get the hint that he didn't want anything more than oh, sex. Yeah, yeah. I think when it comes to an age thing, I think you've got to look at the person's life. Like if you, I don't know, it doesn't say how old she is, but say I'll just use me for example. Say I was 45. I've had, I've been married. I've had a kid. I was together for for a long time. It didn't work out. So we we broke it up, but we're still to get we're still talking that because of the kids. Mm. At that point, I've lived most of my life. I've I've been and done the things I want to do. So at this point, I just want to enjoy myself. So maybe that's what she's doing. Like she's done the things that she wants to do. She doesn't want to be in a relationship because she's happier on her own. She just wants to fall around with someone. So maybe you're you want to build a life with someone that doesn't want the same thing as you. And that I think ties into what you're saying. Like you have to speak to that person about how are you feeling yeah. but then there's that worry about it's going to end which is why people to put it yeah, off of course you you don't want that rejection as well so it's difficult yeah there's many things of why you don't want that conversation but i think it, it always bones down to if your mental health is better for you saying it out loud and it, 
possibly end in, I think that's what you should do. I do agree as well with the fact of what you were saying about like age couldn't wouldn't even necessarily be the problem here. It could be stages of life where they're at. Like you can yeah. meet someone tomorrow who's the same age as you, but they're at a different stage in their life. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't want the same things. Um, yeah. And that could break a relationship down quite quickly if it's not like dealt with and spoken about. Mm-hmm. Like when me and Charlotte first got together, there was a big thing where Charlotte was like, oh, I don't want to have kids in the future and all this stuff. And we had to like come to a compromise between the two of us. And um, if I hadn't brought it up, because obviously I do want kids, if I hadn't brought it up, that would we'd be 10 years down the line still not knowing the answer to that question. Do you know what I mean? And it would, probably, it yeah. would have probably broken us up in the end if it wasn't addressed. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, I think everything boils down to like compromise, mm. right? A good relationship is back and forth. You can't always get your own way. You have to listen and you have to accept the other person. That's, you know, I mean, they're a different person, there, ain't you? And um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Stages of life, like you could, I'm, I said for me being 45, and obviously, I ha- even at 45, I probably wouldn't have had um, like a long marriage or anything like that. It's just, yeah, it's just down to circumstance. Like you have to speak to her and you have to find out what's going on. And you know more than we do. We only get the information that we're given and we try and sort of piece it together. Mm. Um, there is nothing wrong with, we've had people on the past that have dated, you know, a big age gap. It's not, it's just stages of life. That's all yeah. it is. You know what I mean? I think it's more common and maybe than she's because we've had a few, quite a few with age yeah. gaps. But maybe she's thinking the same. Maybe she's thinking like, you're young, like, oh, you've got a lot of you things you want to do and she wants to settle. She doesn't want to go on holiday. She doesn't get drunk or anything mm. like that. So maybe she's trying to save you being stuck with her. I know that's, that's not a horrible thing to like, you know what I mean? But maybe that's the way she's thinking. Like, there's no point dragging you down when she's at a different stage. Yeah, she might be wanting him to like enjoy his 20s or something like that. Yeah. Um, yes it is a difficult one I think that communication is the only way to go with it I think like I was watching this is a bit pedantic but I was watching Below Deck and there was a young lad on there that got with like a she wasn't even that much older I think he was like 23 she was like 31 so it was like a 9 year Mm -hmm. age gap and um, she was like I want kids in marriage um, and he's like only just left college basically from America and he was like yeah I'm, I want that as well and she couldn't she didn't her problem was is she didn't believe that that's what he wanted because of his age yeah. so I think it just needs to be talked about and aired and get out there and I think in the end they ended up being together and she was pregnant in the final but I can't remember what the fuck happened you know what reality TV is like? We got <laughs> pregnant by Joey Essex or something. <laughs> they were running the same circles. Yeah, no, I, I think the best thing you do is talk to her. That's the only way you're gonna air the air it out and like see what she says. But you just got to come to that acceptance that it could end up stopping everything. 
Mm. I mean, that could be the end of it. She says, I don't feel the same way. And if you're going to feel that way to save you, we should probably stop doing this. Is that something you can accept? Yeah. I do also think... Because that's just... Um, oh, no matter who you are, unless you're a fucking sociopath, if you're sleeping with someone for a length of time, you're going to catch feelings, even if she yeah. doesn't want to admit it. She probably has quite yeah. a bit of feelings. Yeah. So, talk to her. Let us know how it goes. Obviously, we hope you stay together, but if not, yeah, you know I mean, you're young, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right so this listener says I love the term no hopers for your listeners it makes it feel like a family name after all these emails you've gotten through Um, I love the fact that our name of the show was just a joke a dig at like the both of us being useless and it just happened to work out that it just just falls in line it just kind of worked with our uh, notion of the podcast that we didn't even know was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost the whole point. In it was like, um, uh, do you want to be f- famous, Jamie? Yeah, you got no hope. Yeah, man. that's it. That's you got no hope. The, the gist. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it just works out well. But yeah, no, we like it too. Um, I really enjoyed the episode with Chuck. He seems like a funny guy. I'd like to see more of him on the pod. All the guests have been a plus so far. Yeah, Chuck was really good. Um, I don't know how well it's going to be nailing him down again for another one, but I'm sure in the future it'll, it'll yeah, come back. Yeah, he's a very busy man. Yeah, yeah, like most Americans. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm busy, but not even close to what they're doing. No, when I, do you know Ru, uh, Roop, uh, Brian that comes on, that's been on a few times. Sometimes when yeah. we have discussions off air and he says about how busy he's been between work podcasting filming with tsd and all that stuff i'm like bro how are you fitting all this in a day and he's got a baby now <laughs> yeah how the fuck i i do like a 12 hour shift and i'm like i'm gonna be <laughs> like i just can't fucking function anymore like i'm exhausted um bring on the days of this is all we're doing jamie bring them oh, on i can't wait mate i can't wait um i have a quick question for you guys i just started a relationship and i'm in recovery it's not come up as a conversation piece and I'm not ashamed of it as it is a positive thing in my life now. My sponsor is telling me to just bring it up but I'm quite nervous to for some reason as nobody knows at this point until I've written to us. Um, we are away next month for a city break in Rome and I'll not be able to spend too much time around her without her knowing why I'm not drinking. Thanks. So he's a recovering alcoholic then I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, start off well done fucking ridiculously hard thing to do so power to you while I have a drink yeah it's uh, <laughs> it's one of the hardest things to give up like a lot of people get taken down by it um, it's legal yeah. everywhere so it's fucking it's not like it's hard to come by um, so congratulations yeah. and stay strong um, and people will assume that you know you're negative if you don't have a drink when you're out I think that's a really disgusting, like, like you can't have fun unless you've got a drink in you. Yeah, yeah. And I think, especially British culture, a lot of it's centred around that. And yeah. as time goes on, it's got better. There's a lot of people now that don't drink at all. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but the, uh, it's pretty much the same answer from me as the last question. It's almost like uh, you just you just got to be straight up. Don't make a thing out of it. Like, don't be like, oh, I've got something really important to tell you, and like, fucking sit in a dark room and do almost like a fucking intervention with them, telling telling them about your what you are. Just casually mention it and just act normal about it, and just um, discuss it, and just be like, I was I was partying too hard. This is what happened. I found myself in a state a few times, or whatever, and. Uh, this is what my life is now. I'm in recovery. I'm happy. I'm. Uh, they've fallen, not fallen in love yet because it's dating, but they like mm-hmm. the person you are now, and you wouldn't be that person you are now if you weren't in recovery. So that's the way to sell it to them. I think. I don't think if they if they like you that much, they won't be bothered at all. I think um, most people, if you ever say. I'm in recovery, you get the same reaction as we do. You get like a well done. I don't think there's very few people when you tell them that you've been in recovery will say, oh, but you can have one or like, yeah, anyone that oh, says that just, is an awesome. Yeah, yeah, which isn't worth being around. So I think, yeah, I would say the same, like don't make a big deal out of it, but just say, um, I would say something like, oh, I know we're going away just wanted to let you know that um, I'm quite happy for you to drink, but I won't be able to because I've had problems in the past and I'm actually um, in recovery. And then if she has questions, answer her questions, but I'm pretty sure she'll just be like, okay, I would be. If anything, if I went on holiday with someone that was in recovery, I I wouldn't feel the need to drink. I think sometimes people put them things two together right they think like oh we're gonna go on holiday if that person's drinking i'll drink too where it's not as massive deal as it is for not not to have a drink like why would you go on holiday and and have to have a drink unless it's like ibiza or like yeah like a party thing yeah i i I mean you could quite easily go to rome and not do that easily yeah because when i was in rome uh few years ago now i well, there's so much to see i'm really into historical shit anyway there's so much to see that me and charlotte didn't get drunk at all we, I mean, we might have had one like yeah. tipsy night but that was it we were like going around yeah. sightseeing and we'd have like wine or beer with our meals or whatever but it wasn't a big deal it wasn't like we weren't so- searching for cocktails and stuff like you do on a beach holiday yeah, there's a Rome is a good place, a good first place to go. If anything, you could go for a meal and just say to us and just be like, "Oh, there's something I've been wanting to say, but you know, it's not a massive deal." I just thought I'd, just, you know, but I think now's the time to tell you that I've been in recovery. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Just make it like a really easy situation, and um, and then you wouldn't have to bring it up again. I don't think it's uh, all your friends and that would know. It's just her that's been in the loop yeah i've been out of the loop yeah you know what i mean but um it is a scary thing to think that like uh that person's going to be like encouraging you and will you be able to cope with saying no and like will you feel like oh you can have one just to show face and things like that it's you know it's it's a torment you know what i mean it's torture for your yeah. mind yeah and i think um like 
I don't know many people in recovery, but I know some, and those that I do know, like I'm a big drinker. I like I I go out and I have I booze it up and stuff like that. But I've been on nights out with these people, or been at a dinner table with these people, and I don't think any less of them for having a fucking Fanta or a Coke or something like that. Do you know what I mean? And I no. think if someone does it's their problem it's not the listener's problem if if they if they can't get over the fact that they're in recovery then it's their problem yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely so um we hope you enjoy your time away hopefully we've made the uh this episode before you've gone <laughs> <laughs> just what i mean you've come back and everything but um let's know how it goes and let me know what she says and um i'm sure you'll email again because you're always welcome um, so this listener has emailed in quite a lot. I can't tell you what they were, the previous emails were because this is a new thread, which is why I double check. <laughs> um, but he's just sent in like a quick little um, would you rather sort of thing. Um, and we'll just fire through it, see what we can come up with. And um, we'll see how it goes. So he says, if you could add three inches to your height or your penis, what would you do? <laughs> Does that does that mean from your penis as it is yeah, right now? I would assume so. I wouldn't add three inches to either because I'm pretty tall and I've got a pretty good penis. As well. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I 100% I know what David would height. do. 100% <laughs> yeah, add I, knew, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I think I'd do, I'd do height as well just to make sure I was still taller than Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> the upsetting thing yeah, is no, I, don't I still wouldn't be fucking six foot even if I had another three inches <laughs> oh six foot three no I'd fucking hate that oh fuck it I'll stick it on my penis even though that's uncomfortable as well no I think six three is good you could join the well if you went back in time you could join the NBA <laughs> you're such a dickhead you're such a dickhead <laughs> Anyway, um, would you rather cut off your nose or your ears? Hmm. I would cut off my ears. 100%. You can still hear if, if you ain't got the ears there, innit? Exactly, but if you cut off your nose, you can't taste. Really? Yeah, because um, taste is something like fucking mostly smell. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's like a really high percentage of smell. Although, saying that, if you cut your nose off, you still have holes there could you not still smell as well I don't know oh, I'll still do ears because I could wear earmuffs and all would know I don't know either way people going to look at you in the street you know? <laughs> yeah but if you've got no nose you look like Skeletor <laughs> yeah you look like uh, if no one Sam out of EastEnders you know when she did that much cocaine she lost the middle bit of her nose oh yeah you get like a yeah. hole she had like a massive fucking one big nostril can you imagine that? <laughs> uh, like an elephant. That would be the worst superpower, Dan. Having one big nostril. What's the point? <laughs> so you could Super smell spinner. things better, yeah. <laughs> That's the same thing as peeing, though. Like, you'd be able to smell... Yeah, you could smell the urine going through the, the toilet. fucking liver yeah. or whatever. Um, like, you could smell someone's prairie dog in. <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably not explain ears, that one. I, I think I'd do my ears, yeah. but I'd I'd probably walk around with tinnies on all the time, so people didn't notice. Yeah, you could hide it easier. Mm. Um, 
Be born without feet or without hands? Ooh. Feet. I couldn't... Uh, I'm not masturbating with my feet. Are we able, no hands, are we able to it? have... Like prosthetics? No, one of each. Oh, well, yeah, I'm assuming so. And feet, yeah. Yeah, feet's an easy one. Um, can a vegan swallow sperm? That's not even an... Uh, that's just a general... That's a general question. A vegan what? Swallowing sperm? Can can a vegan swallow sperm? Yeah, it's not meat, is it? Yeah, but a vegan can't have nothing. They can't even have what's produced from an animal. Yeah, from animals. We are animals, Dan. We're part of the animal kingdom. Yeah, but technically, I would say we don't eat each other, but I suppose you do. But you wouldn't know, I reckon. Do you want me to Google it? Is that, do you think that's an actual Google search? Some fuckers probably Googled that. Ha! <laughs> Top search. <laughs> um, although it is produced by mammals, there's no material that you would find in a non-animal source. So does that mean yes? Yes. Vegans can swallow semen because for purpose of ingestion, semen is considered vegan-friendly. <laughs> it's actually on a vegan journal. <laughs> I love it. Um, while sperm are alive in a crude biological sense, they are not conscious or sentient. I would beg to differ. Sperm are a single cell and should be given the same Ethical considerations, extensions as microorganisms. I think if a sperm has a goal to get to the egg, that shows some sort of thing. Like they don't, obviously, a lot of them die because they go into walls and things like that. But that's just because they're That's why pescatarians piss me off. They're like, oh, because the fish don't have a brain. They have a brain, it's just not a very good one. Yeah, it's it's, it's like a. It's it's a different way of having a brain, but they're like, oh, I can eat fish. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> You're either vegetarian or not. I couldn't, I could do it. Yeah, because, you know, I, the things they do to fish are way more fucking cruel than what they do to oh, cows yeah. and chickens. Like, way fucking crueler. Just on, just on that, pescatarian, when someone tells me they're a pescatarian, I think, oh, you're an attention seeker. That's what you fucking are. <laughs> And I, I've met someone that told me they only eat chicken. That's nothing. I'm like, you only eat chicken. They were like, yeah. They had an otherarian word for it. I was like, fuck off. No, that's made up. Yeah. And if, if even if someone emails in and, and says the word, it's still made up. Um, this episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jamie. Why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call, they can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, 
They can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, bruv. That's so much more off my mind. Right, so this is a listener that's been in previous ones. He... Oh, no, sorry, she. Oh, speaking of vegans, she was the one that asked us about vegan food. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she says, we all hate Mondays. Your TikTok on today is hilarious, boys. I can't remember which one it was. Our TikTok's quite good. I love, because Jamie does them, that sometimes I see them. I was on TikTok the other day, and I sat there and watched it, and I was like, I don't remember saying that, but I'm pretty funny. (laughs) Um, The vegan menus were much better than expected. Glad to get your guys thinking. I I don't mind vegan food. It's come a long way. Some of it's pretty good. You know what I mean? Um, so I've been remote working since the pandemic and I've had been really enjoying not going to the office and working from home, but now I'm getting bored and fidgety and quite frankly, I'm getting lonely without the interaction with my friends from work. It's making me want to get a new role somewhere else and been off this job. I enjoy my work, but after a while it's all the same. What do you guys think? Happy Monday. I thought, um, companies were now doing it so you did a few days at home and you did a few days at work because that obviously saves the money on like electricity and, and whatnot. Yeah, there's a lot of companies that do like hybrid, they call it hybrid working where they're going back Oh, and we forth. do a bit both. Yeah. Sabina does a bit where she's like in the office and then she's in Glasgow for a bit and then she does a bit from home. Mm. I couldn't do it. It's all over the fucking place. Too much. I couldn't do it. Um... It's true. I think um, my mum is a good example where my mum used to be way, like probably about 10 years ago, she used to do a job where she worked from home doing like toy libraries for like, um, like under privileged kids. My mum would do like a toy, like, like literally as it, as it was said, it was like a toy library for the council. Right. So they'd come in and like pick up toys and bring them back a couple of weeks later or whatever. Um, she would only do like events like once every couple of weeks. So most of the time she was working from home. She ended up stopping that job because she got lonely and needed the interaction with people from work. Um, and now she's in a different job. Um, has been since up until the pandemic, she was in the office and she enjoyed that. But since pandemic, she's not gone back to the office. She's still at home. Yeah, and she's now enjoying her job at home. So she's like, at one point hated working from home, and now she's loving it. So <laughs> it's weird. I think it can change as your life seems fit, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think, um, really, yeah, really the decision's up to you. I think there's ways around it. Um, I think if you wanted to stay within, if you're in a sort of group situation you could set up days where you met up for like lunch and like things like that, where you, 
you force like the, your workmates and stuff to meet up on like a, you know a work sort of work date. Yeah, where you work together, you can get spaces and things you can be up. So there are ways to like uh, around it. I think if you find the it boring, then the best thing to do is find something else. Um, I personally would. I think for me, when I get bored, like I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I move on. Normally, I don't stay in a job longer than three years because of the pandemic and like my mortgage and things like that. I'm a bit stuck now with things like that. Mm. Um, but change is scary, but it's also, you know, it, it's when your job is at its most interesting. Like when you start a new job or you change roles or you do something that's completely different, yeah, it's when it's like you're fresh. most switched on. Yeah. So I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, but I would always take in consideration like money. If you built up any holidays, all of these things will change, right? Like your days of the week when you're working. Depend on your job. Yeah. I think, um, as you said, if you're bored, then that's pretty much, you've answered your own question there. Um, with, me personally, if if I was to be working from home, I think at first it would be brilliant, very much like the listener. At first it would be brilliant because I've got no, like, I always say, oh, I'd love to work from home, etc. But I know yeah. after six, seven weeks, mental health would have gone plummeting down. I would have been uh, not getting dressed. I would be fucking, <laughs> I'd be a mess, I think. I need that I'll social interaction to keep me going. A week and I'll be working from my bed. <laughs> Not even fucking lying. I'd have like, I'd be on my side of the bed. I'd have food and snacks on Sabina's side. And I'd have a laptop on my lap. And I'd be a massive bastard. Fucking chocolate fingers. The laptop's covered in filth. Oh, mate. A week. Sticky a laptop. week. Yeah. I'd have a portable desk in the toilet for when I'm I'm needing to go. And I'll just sit on the computer on the toilet. Taking meetings, <laughs> I put like up a like some wallpaper and some flowers to make it look like I'm not in the bathroom, and I would take video calls while I'm on the toilet. Just get a green screen in it and attach it to your back, <laughs> like that guy. Yeah, the yeah. guy that does TikTok. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think during the pandemic, Charlotte worked from home quite often. Um, we lived in the flat during most of the pandemic. And she found it difficult. Um, if we were in the house, it might be slightly better because she's got the garden there and stuff like that where she can... There's a bit more going on. Yeah. But I don't know. Person, I think it's entirely down to the person because I personally mm. don't think I could do it. No, I couldn't. No, not at all. Um, yeah, like I said, if you're bored... And like Jamie said, you've probably made up your mind to start looking somewhere else. Yeah. But I would also take, I would always take in consideration the alterations that are going to happen in your life. Like I said, with like the money could be different, the hours could be different, all these different things. Remember, like if you're not at home, you've now got to pay for commuting. So it's like train or bus, or you've got to pay for fuel on your car. There's all these different factors you've got to think about purely because you're bored. You know what I mean? 
And that's why I'm still where I am now. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, you can always try those things like doing like meetups with your people from work just to get that bit of interaction. Um, you can make up any reason to meet up with the people you work with. Oh, yeah. But it depends on your job, right? Like if you're a designer, I think designers don't really have teams. They work on their own. They're like, um, they get an assignment, they do it and they send it in, right? Yeah. So it all depends on your job. Like we only get the information we're given. But hopefully you sort it out. And um, we'd love to hear from you again. I know you've emailed in a few times, so please do. And let us know what you decide to do um, without being too personal. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm just staring at Jamie, waiting for him to say something. Um, right, so this listener says, long time listener, first time writing in. God, that sounds like a radio thing, doesn't it? Does that? I sure have heard that before. <laughs> My name is... <clears throat> I'm a, from a real serious Christian background, and I'm not religious at all. I've met a girl and we are engaged. She is from a Jewish background, and her family are keen for me to convert for the engagement to go ahead only a title rather than practicing i feel like if i do this i'm upsetting my family and not starting my engagement off on an honest foot any opinions are welcome guys i know you always give fair but stern advice with a big lol patronize him (laughs) (laughs) um I I think that's a big thing, right? Like, if you ever hear about people converting to stuff, it's normally Jewish, Jewish or Muslim. Muslims yeah, yeah, they they want be. people to convert to their. Um, I would think that would be weird, though, right? Because it's like unclean. Or is it just because you're taking them from another another religion? It's like that's a win. I've converted. Know, religion is such a fucking strange thing to me. I just don't get it. Yeah, it shouldn't even be. I know, obviously, they're both religious families, but it shouldn't even be. If the couple's happy, that yeah. should be the be all oh, yeah, end. Yeah. All. I think as well. Obviously, the 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 wife to be doesn't care. No, that's not. So it's it's her purely her family, and if your family's Christian and they don't care that she's Jewish, then you shouldn't have to be Jewish. No. They're like I'm like I would be perfectly up for meeting someone who's Jewish, and then during the wedding they want me to do Jewish things, you know, like um, smashing the is it a cup? Oh yeah, yeah, like smashing the, the cup or something. Don't they? Or something yeah, like and then going on the chairs and they lift you up and stuff like that. that's perfectly fine because Christians have bollocks when it comes to weddings. You got your fucking. I, don't, I mean, I'm a Christian, and I can off the top of my head say that there's one thing that has to be done at a wedding throwing the bouquet behind you that's a christian thing isn't it probably i don't know it could be a cultural thing i don't know i'm um, pretty good at my religions and that's not christian's not the one that my dad did a similar thing because in england and scotland there's um this is a bit more for the american listeners there's protestants and catholics um my irish side of my family is catholic and the protestant my dad well my dad was nothing he was atheist mm-hmm. raised atheist didn't think anything of anything um he had to my mum wanted to get married in the catholic church my dad had to go to church a few times and pretend that he's oh they do yeah, yeah. Do you know what i mean from a protestant yeah. to a catholic 
Um, and that was like a huge deal at the time that he needed to do it, not from the family's point of view, but to be allowed to be married in the church. Yeah. Um, but ever since then, there's been no talk of fucking churches at all. The only time I've ever been in a church is when someone's died or if someone's got married. That's pretty much it. Or a baptism. <laughs> do you know what I mean? My nan used to take me to church. I, um, this is the thing, Ro, like, Jewish people are like an eye for an eye sort of thing like that. But I think to myself, like, if your family want you to stay the way you are, there's no reason why you can't say to her family, how would you feel if I told you that your daughter had to become a Christian for me to marry her? Yeah, it shouldn't even be a thing. No, it shouldn't at all. It's a, I think it's a little bit out of order of her family to expect that of him. I um, I think as long as you're not getting her to convert. Uh, but it's the thing, right? They probably want him to bring the children up Jewish. Yeah, most likely. But then again, was it matter? Like, if he's quite happy for that to happen, then I don't see the the problem. It could it could be as small as um, like if they want to get married in the synagogue or something. True. There's things as well. What's that thing? Oh god, man, I'm, my religion's rusty. The thing where um, on is it like Sundays they're not allowed to use electricity? Oh, the Sabbath. It's like the Sabbath. S- that's it. A Saturday, I think they can't use yeah, electricity yeah. or something. I think that's if you're so, proper Orthodox. But these are things like that. Like maybe their family is like, this is the things you've got to do in your house, and he's like, but like I said, like they must have been together a long time to be getting married. Oh, you think so, yeah. At least a year, yeah. maybe. You'd That's think. what I mean. So, as long as the bride and groom don't give a bollock, it's not up to the fucking family what what you do. No. It's up to you two. It's your fucking life. Unless the Jewish side are paying for it. <laughs> 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 then I'll be like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll wear um, a small hat that doesn't cover my ears. No problem. I'll do that anyway. It's like a fisherman's hat. <laughs> 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 they're paying for it I'll be like you want me to identify as a fridge no problem mate yeah, yeah. Uh, not to be in debt for fucking 30 years for pay for my marriage that's fine you do whatever you like <laughs> you can pick me up on that chair and then drop me for all I give a fuck <laughs> um, no I understand your email and like I said at the end of the day it's, it's up to you two and I wouldn't upset your family just to appease her family it's not the way it works. No. no I mean. You're both in this relationship. Yeah, exactly. And there's no reason why your family should be put out and be upset because they want that. No. So, um, but like I said, we can only go by what you're saying. So I would tell you to stand your ground and say to him, like, well, how would you feel if I said your daughter had to become a Christian? But then that could roughly his, his Jewish feathers. I can tell you from experience of getting married that everyone and their dog has a fucking opinion on the right way for you to do it. So at the end of the day, do what's right for both of you. And if that means that you upset a few people along the way, then you upset a few people along the way. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think um, people put a lot of pressure on things like that nowadays. 
And when once you've gone through it, you're thinking, why the fuck did I worry so much about it and stuff like that? Because at the yeah. end of the day, if they're a loved one who loves your partner enough, then they'll get over it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So hopefully you have a beautiful wedding with your half Christian, half Jewish <laughs> wedding. And um, hopefully the family will get over it. But at the end of the day, it's it's about you two. So enjoy it. And um, we'd love to hear from you again. Right. Let's see. So this listener says, Hi, lads. I've been trying to catch up with your episodes and you two crap me up, especially when you do some callbacks to previous jokes. I don't even know that we're doing that. A lot of people, and including you, have said that. Mm. And I don't even pick up on it. <laughs> We do it all the time. I did it earlier on when I was like, do you know what's not a real word, Dan? <laughs> okay, yeah, but that happened in the episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And apparently is now in this episode because you've ruined my intro. <laughs> I tell you, I was thinking about it all day today at work. Oh, and it was gonna be my now. it was it was gonna be my fucking Oscar winning moment, I tell oh, you what. Mate. But next week it's gonna have the to be. The disclosure made up for it. The dis- oh yeah, well, okay, that's fine. Um, I've taken a, I've talked a friend into listening, and he can't get enough either. So keep up the good work. That's what we like to hear. Spreading it like a virus, Jamie. Yeah, like a dirty STD. Spread us like the clap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cold sore. Like every time you think we've got rid of us, the cold wind comes in and sets it. <laughs> um, onto the body of the email. I've been studying marine biology at university for the past two years. I made a mistake with my professor. I sent her something drunken DMs. And even though I apologized the next day, it made it weird and awkward now. How do I get it back to normal? Have you ever been through something like this? And how did it go? I remember this email because I sent back. um, I'm sure Jamie has sent some dirty emails so hopefully you'll tell them on the episode (laughs) (laughs) oh there's been plenty of times i've done shit like that yeah i've accidentally sent messages i'm talking to like two different people and i've sent it to the wrong one like ah shit (laughs) damage control damage control uh you fucked it mate basically yeah you you have yeah (laughs) 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 yeah Sorry, mate. That's it. There's no going back. I got it once where, being the arsehole I was, I was chatting two friends up at once, and I um, was telling her how amazing her eyes were and all this stuff, and was <laughs> was like really going in with the flirting, yeah. And I sent it to the complete wrong one, and I, talk, I kept talking about her blue eyes, and she had fucking brown eyes, and I was like, bruh. <laughs> I completely <laughs> fucked it up. Both of them blocked me that day. That was it, done. <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing that happened to me. Remember when I was saying about um, I liked two of the mates I was hanging out with. Oh, yeah, And yeah. I listened to the advice from the Virgin, and he told me to message both. And then the next morning, I had to be... She was like, oh, I spoke to so-and-so. And then the other one was like, I spoke to so-and-so. I'm like, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> There's no... That's it. There's no coming back. Yeah, I mean, you fucked it. Even to this day, I've done silly shit where I'll be drunk. I've got access to a fucking... Having a phone when you're drunk is the worst thing ever. I've had 
conversations with people I haven't spoke to in 10 years, I decide that I'm going to DM them at one in the morning on a fucking Friday night. Um, <laughs> and like to say, oh, we haven't spoke to each other, like friends and stuff. We haven't spoke to each other in years. How are you getting on? How's your kids and all that shit? And then I've also done the thing where I'll go on like a, oh, it's a two men, no hope rampage. Yeah. And I'll... <laughs> DM in the, every celebrity I know to try and get them on the fucking show. I always know when you've been drinking because I'll like I'll go into the DMs because I'll get one before you caught it. Yeah, and then I'll be like, "Who the fuck are these? <laughs> like lids and like mattresses and like." Oh, that was me genuinely trying to fucking get us some sponsorships, but um... I can't even get on the Instagram at the minute because you fucked us over on it. But the. Um... Yeah, there's just some fucking... I'm like, who the fuck are these companies? I've never heard of them before, ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you can tell as well that you've just, like, copied and pasted your response to everyone. Oh, of course I have. <laughs> I've got a saved notes, Dan, of my pitch that I sent to sponsors. And, um, it's so funny. It, pay, it has paid off once. It's paid off once. None of the celebrities have replied to us, but... Uh... <laughs> no. I think we need to be more selective with the... Oh, we yeah, need low-grade celebrities first, and then because you're pitching like the the dogs bollocks people. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm aiming. Say if we're down in the in the basement, I'm aiming for the seventy-first floor. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. where I, that's what I'm doing. Man. That's the confidence level one. I've got after just, six just beers. Need one to to listen and be like, these guys are funny, mm. and then jump on. That's it. That's it. And we're done. <laughs> We've hit the big leagues. Patreons next day. I've quit my job. <laughs> Just that. Imagine you have like um, The Rock or someone being like, yeah, I'll be on your thing. I'll be like, I'm quitting. Well, I haven't even gotten the episode recorded yet. And I'm like, I'm done. See you later, guys. I'm like, Dan, I'll put two tickets to fucking LA. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I put my house, my remortgage my house to pay for the tickets. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in work if I got that DM in work uh, do you know when I was talking about if I won the lottery on uh, Monday's episode yeah. I, they would just hear the fire exit go <laughs> they would never hear from me again drop the mic yeah alright fucking done Um, yeah the, uh, the, you've already spoke to her and you apologise and think that's all you can do yeah. the only thing you do is just carry on and eventually it will get better. It will stop being weird. It's just because it's happened that it seems so awkward. Mm. You you did the thing already. You said sorry. What? There's nothing you can. You can't take it back or anything like that. You can make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah, that's it... the thing though. Nowadays, right? Like when I was in college, I was waiting for the sarky comment. Um, <laughs> I never had anyone's. Like, I didn't have anyone's mobile. I didn't know my teachers, my tutors' mobile numbers or nothing. But nowadays, you've got WhatsApp groups and everything like telephone numbers and direct contact with them and stuff like that. Mm. It's so fucking dodgy. Yeah. It's so, too and, easy. and they, they wonder why fucking teachers and that end up sleeping with their students. Yeah, definitely. And like the access is there. If, if, if it was me, if I, if, if I thought about 19 year old myself, in, if I was in university, knowing the dirty dog that I was, I would have blocked the uh, the uh, professor. I would have blocked yeah. them, so then I can't access them when I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking mental. Absolutely fucking mental. 
Um, but yeah, it, it's fucking insane. And yeah, unfortunately, you fucked it. I think the only thing you can do is be as respectful as possible. But don't do... I call it the creepy crawly thing. I do it when I've upset Charlotte and stuff. Where you like kind of hover and like... You you stay in their space longer than you should because you're awkward as fuck. I would just leave it <laughs> at like be respectful, please and thank yous, and then eventually you could rebuild that like not relationship, but like yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just keep bodding along, man, and just you know try and forget about it. It was a a funny mistake that you'll tell your mates later on. Um, and it, don't worry about it. It won't be much. More she than probably that. has a good laugh about it. Yeah. So, um, like I said, if you, the longer it goes on, the easier it will be. Uh, right. So, our last email is from a very involved listener. Um, their last email they sent in was about um, people not putting their weight at work. So he says, "Thanks for your help on our previous emails. I've." I have another issue surrounding my friend's girlfriend. She DMs me quite a lot, and up to now, I've been polite and replied, but never thought much of it. But my friend has found out, and is pissed with me and her. And she has subsequently admitted she has feelings for me when they have been taking a break. I don't feel for her in any way, shape, or form, but I'm not sure how to resolve the situation. Help. That's easy. Go to him. That's what I would do. Yeah. 100%. So that's her yeah. problem. Yeah. I would show her the messages, show her, show him the messages and say to him, mate, I have no, like, I was doing it out of politeness. So I have no feelings or inclinations that I was going to do anything with her mm. and, and then block her in front of him and delete her number and just be like, I don't want anything else to do with her. And then I think this is a classic case of someone that wants their cake and, and eat it as well. Do you know what I mean? It's they um some people aren't just are just not built or not ready for relationships at the time and this this is this girl is one of them girls and she's almost self imploding her like life just to get her end away with this other guy. Yeah, because no person in their right mind is going to admit feelings for a friend or their partner out of no. nowhere just because they've been caught. D- Why would she DM in the first place? She obviously wants both guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I would yeah. just fucking, I- as Dan said, get ahead of it. Fucking show the show the boy boyfriend, show your friend. Your loyalty is going to be better than hers. Yeah, especially if you have no. I wouldn't get messed up in that anyway because that's just a fucking shit show. But the easiest thing to do because his mind is going to be going fucking haywire. And if you say you've not been saying anything that it can be taken anyway or anything like that, mm. just fucking show him the messages. That's what I would do. And be yeah, could be completely fucking open. And once he sees them, his mind settled. Then he's like, right, she's the one being a dick, roaring on a break, and that ain't fucking happening again. And you're in a fucking clear. Easiest way to fucking solve it. Yeah. I mean, evidence is key. Jamie. What do they call it nowadays? Uh, I always see it on social media. Receipts. People <laughs> have the receipts now. 
That's your. That's the DMs. <laughs> Fucking show him. Is that the what receipts. they call it? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah no I think it's fucking mental. Have a bit of fun with it as well. Be like, oh, I'm gonna delete and block her, but do you want to get our hopes up for a bit before uh before mm. we do it and let him message her as you? Yeah, that'd be funny. Like, say, oh, meet me in the meet me at like this pub at this time, yeah. and then she arrives and both of you are sitting at the table. <laughs> Just be like, bitch! <laughs> I told you so. Or you're in the restaurant on the across the road and you see her pull up and walk in. And then come out on her own, and then you two clink glasses, <laughs> like you've won something. <laughs> like this sounds really horrible and petty, but I have no time for cheaters. No, no, how? Yeah, I mean, I have no time for people that want to. Oh, let's go on a break so she can or he can sleep with someone and then come back. I ain't got time for you, and you get everything you fucking deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna be like that. Because you're not hurting someone else's feelings just to make yourself fucking happy. It ain't happening. What they should do is turn up at the restaurant dressed in the exact same outfit. <laughs> That'd be fucking brilliant. And then sit eat at different tables, like a, like you're seeing what which dog the owner wants likes better. Yeah. You know, like sitting. At... <laughs> People be thinking they're seeing a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> oh, there be some horrible things. Okay. <laughs> We'll just see the fucking news article in there. It's like, woman goes mad as boyfriend and best friend torment. <laughs> she fucking pulls out a gun in a restaurant and fucking And we'll be instantly cancelled, in it? <laughs> nah, on a serious yeah, go to him and just lay it all out on the, on the table and like show him the receipts, if you want to put it that way. Um, And then it's just resolved. And then you have to fucking talk to her again and she ain't coming back. I think that's the easiest way. And then block and delete, as Jamie likes to block say. Block and delete. Get rid of that. Block and delete. No one needs that yeah. in their life. But I can understand why you didn't do that first, because if it's your mate's missus, it is just being polite. Yeah, because if, say, if, um, like, your missus was going to message me, I would assume that the messages are going to lead up to a question about something to do with you. Yeah, or like w- the conversation is going to lead to something to do with oh we're going to meet up at this thing or I'm doing a surprise for Dan or something. So yeah. you you would go with it at the beginning, but it also depends on context. If they're messaging you in the middle of the night and they're quite flirtatious, then you you should know better. But from what he said, he said he was polite and replied. So I don't yeah. think there was any of that going on. No, no, not at all. The same thing with like when I've ever messaged Charlotte. It was like, I want to get Jamie a t-shirt for the podcast. What size is he? Or yeah. I want to do this for Christmas. Or, mm. you know what I mean? I've never thought to myself, oh, I'm sitting here getting hammered. I wonder what Charlotte's doing. That's just That <laughs> makes me feel creepy, just saying that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and I know her response would be like, can you not get hold of Jamie? Oh, and that's like, what it would nah. be, yeah. I'd be like... Don't be silly, Charlotte. I'm 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 here to talk to you. <laughs> She's like, "What are you doing, Dan?" I'm like, "Don't don't play don't play coy, Charlotte. You know what I'm doing." <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, there is people in this world, yeah. There is snaky friends that would do that to their mate. Oh, it happens for a, long a lot. Time. There's always like a girl when she splits up with a a guy. She's like, "And I fucked his best friend." I'm just yeah. like, "What?" Like, he's not his best friend, then, is he? For a long time, I wouldn't mix 
girlfriends with my mates. Mm, yeah. I think not you've got to be careful who you mix them with. Yeah, yeah. Not even fucking close. There's certain people that I still wouldn't... No, no, because I don't have that many friends now. I, I, I got rid of a lot of them. Mm. So, no. Now, I have no problem having, like, Sabina around, like, you or Jim or Dom or anything like that. Yeah. Back in the day, I would never have fucking... Not even chance. Probably because most of my past relationships are so toxic as well. I do remember <laughs> when we first became friends, We, I, you'd be like, oh, I'm seeing a girl. And I'd be like, oh, bring her out. And you'd be like, oh, no, nah, not yet. Yeah, yeah. Like no, I wouldn't do it. Many times I've like fucking, I've been burned doing that. Mm. Like that. Everything stays separate. And it happens both ways as well. Like my, I've got a, a good friend of mine who, he would he, him he himself would open it to me. He's a dirty bastard, and like he will go and meet like the girl with her mates on a night out. He doesn't drink, so he'd drive and like go to a nightclub where they are to pick her up and take her home. And then he always says stuff to me like, oh, I've got the dog of the group or I've got like the ugly, the ugly one of the group. I'm going to go for her mate. And he does that. Yeah. And I'm just like, mate, you're a dickhead. And he's like, I know I'm yeah. a dickhead, but I'm still going to do it. <laughs> just like, Fuck Frack. now. Because <laughs> he, always, he always calls me Mr. Sensible because I got married and stuff like that. I'm just like, mate, I'm not sensible. I just met the person I want to be with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he he's he's still at thirty years old. He's still acting as though he's twenty. And well, I was too when well. I was uh, before Sabina. Huh? I was too before I was Sabina. I was, like yeah. I was fucking eighteen again. It was driving me mad. <laughs> I'm too fucking old for that shit, man. Seriously, I'll fucking. Ugh. No. Nah, but you're gonna. It's, have to a, be it's a young man's game. Young man's game. No. But that is the end of the. You know, I, I hope you in, enjoyed this episode. I I think it's one of my favourites so far. Even if he did ruin my intro, it's uh, <laughs> it's been a good laugh. <laughs> All I'm thinking about as we're talking about it is like, how the fuck am I going to edit the beginning? <laughs> it's just going to be like the music and then just burst in with me going, "What? What did you say?" <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the listeners already know this because this is how they're listening to it. And we haven't got that far yet. Pesky <laughs> 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 time traveling. Time travel, yeah. I was, I said that to someone, else, someone the other day about the time travel thing. And they were like, what are you talking about? I was like, if we're recording two weeks in advance, then people were talking to me about things I said two weeks ago. Yeah, I said it's like a time travel thing. Like I'm always ahead of time, and they they just couldn't understand what I was trying to say to them. I was like, how can you not understand what I'm saying? They was like, you don't make any sense what you're saying right now. I was like, it makes sense. Mum said to me today, she goes, I was listening to the podcast at work the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, and she goes, yeah, I was listening to the episode that was was released on the fifteenth of blah blah, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, and I'm like. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, how am I supposed to remember what date something come out on? I was like, I don't know what date it is today. Yeah, that's and true. And then she was like, oh, Jamie was talking about being drunk with his, par- his parents on holiday and they were talking about what they were doing when they were younger. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that was a few episodes ago. Mm. And then she was like, why is his mum t- 
pulling wings off of things. She goes, I was out riding bikes and playing with dolls. I wasn't ripping wings off things. I'm like, well, a different world, isn't it, Mark? <laughs> the 70s was a fucking strange time. And then straight after it, she was like, oh, I'm going to go. I want to listen to that thing about the Titanic. And I was like, I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> so her to surprise that we barely talked about the Titanic and just rambled for 20 minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's gonna have a go at me for that when i when I, afterwards when i was making the thumbnail for it some of the pictures were like maybe it is the same fucking chip <laughs> <laughs> brilliant but that is all jamie that is all for today right to sum up that episode it's argos not argus's and uh it doesn't even sound right when you say it. I thought I was more English than you and it doesn't even sound right when you're speaking. I just to be honest, it's just making me laugh because it winds you up. I know full well that in a couple of weeks you'll say Argus and you and I'll be like, Ah You fucking say it the way I said it, you bastard. And Dan, that do you know what that would be? That would be a callback joke. That's what it is. Yeah, sure it will. You won't even know you're doing it until I bring it up. Oh, 100%. You'll be like, oh, I did it on purpose. I still don't get when the listeners say, oh, Jamie speaks in the third person. I, I've no, never, I, I, I still hear, don't no. get that. No, I haven't heard it once. No, but we, <laughs> we get it all the time. People say it all the time. Um, yeah. As always, guys, um, any content ideas, feedback, questions for the show, even a funny story or two just to make us laugh. Uh, send it into two men no hope at gmail.com um the next episode you'll be hearing is on monday so enjoy and we'll be seeing you next week or you'll be listening to us next week yeah keep spreading the word keep those listens up and keep those followers if you're listening in click that follow button click it that's what i want do it do it click it (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you on Monday, man. See you, man.